Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fifty thousand people are expected to visit Miami this weekend for the Super Bowl, as well as a handful of unlucky tourists who happen to pick the wrong weekend. This is the Super Bowl. That could happen pretty easily. You're coming in from another country. Oh yeah, to yeah, San I've Francisco. Done it. I've uh, like gone to a town or gone through a town on the day of the NASCAR race. And uh, you're just just imprisoned by humanity. It's like when I took a vacation to Mexico and they, their presidential election was going on. I didn't check their election schedule before I decided on a trip to Mexico. And when they have elections, they do not sell alcohol the entire day of the Whoa, election. Oh, wait a minute. So I was on vacation in Mexico and they weren't selling booze. So I had to bribe a guy, which is easy to do in Mexico because it's corrupt through and through, mm-hmm. to sell me beer out of the back of a convenience store and had to drive through the alley, and he ran out and put it in the back of my truck, and off I drove. <laughs> it was right. quite the caper. Right. Wow. <laughs> well, you could end up in a Mexican prison for a long time. Yeah, well. They don't put up with that. Oh, wait, no, they do put up with it all the time, including the cops. 
So, so where are we on impeachment? Well, I tell you this, Jack, where we are on entertainment is, in a moment or two, a brand new feature. Guess that beast, which Positive Sean has prepared for us. I think the uh, rules will be self-explanatory. He's going to play sounds from a beast. We will guess what it is. Then you G the B. The rules are practically the name of the game. Yes. I, I would agree. Yeah. Yes. G the B. Yes. The bee's not going to G itself. So impeachment's ending today, almost certainly. Yes. And and uh, one of the reasons why. Hello. Sorry. You know what's going on there. Almost to... certainly. Turn off the idiot box. The TV was making noise. Sorry. Lamar Alexander put out a statement explaining why he is voting no against uh, more witnesses. And he's uh, one of those swing votes. That's it. Dear America, I am a coward. (laughs) And that's the entirety of the letter. No, and, and some of the things he says specifically are worth sharing with you. I worked with other senators to make sure we have the right to ask for more documents and witnesses. But there is no need for more evidence to prove something that has already been proven. And that does not meet the United States Constitution's high bar for an impeachable offense. There is no need for more evidence to prove that the president asked Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Then he goes into, you know, details and there's no need for more evidence to conclude that the president withheld United States aid, at least in part to pressure Ukraine to investigate the Bidens. The House managers approve this with what they call a mountain of overwhelming evidence. There is no need to consider further the frivolous second article of impeachment that would remove the president for asserting his constitutional prerogative to protect confidential conversations with his close advisors. As I have been saying all along, the second article, the obstruction of Congress, is a joke. It, 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 well, it's, it's a joke. Um, it's a terrible, terrible idea from the beginning. Um, and then he, he goes on, listen, what uh, Trump did wasn't cool. He, that's not a quote. That's a uh, paraphrasing. Ancient senators from Kentucky or Tennessee, whichever it is, don't generally say it's not cool. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> the question then is not whether the president did it, but whether the United States Senate or the American people should decide what to do about what he did. Mm. I believe the Constitution provides that the people should make that decision in the presidential election that begins Monday in Iowa. Um. And then, that's a reasonable argument. That's not really the argument the White House team was making. Right. Yeah, well, they, they were trying to attack it on every front, including the was the call improper front. Uh, I've been saying for quite a while, just go with the Lamar Alexander thing. Yeah, he, he was mad that the uh, Bidens don't get investigated for anything, or he wanted to damage his chances in the election. So he insisted Ukraine investigate him. Yep, he did, but it's not uh, removable. It may be bad, but it's not removable. Anyway, uh, we could have saved ourselves a lot of time and trouble. But Mr. Al- uh, Senator Alexander has uh, some things to say about the um, the House as well. He says, uh, even if the House charges are true, they don't reach uh, the, the standard. The framers believe that there should never, ever be a partisan impeachment. That is why the Constitution requires a two-thirds vote of the Senate for conviction. Yet not one House Republican voted for these articles. If this shallow, hurried, and wholly partisan impeachment were to succeed, it would rip the country apart, pouring gasoline on the fire of cultural divisions that already exist. It would create the weapon of perpetual impeachment to be used against future presidents, whether the House of Representatives, whenever the House of Reps is of a different political party. Um, so he just absolutely rips into the Democrats as well. Something for everyone there. And Trump's currently got an approval rating of 50% in the Rasmussen report, 
which always runs a little higher than the others. But Exactly. Uh, he certainly has not gone down during this whole thing. So, there you go. There you go. And it's probably enough of that. It was fun while it lasted, wasn't it? <laughs> not really. No. It was not a good time while no, it, it lasted. Terrible. It was uh. bad for the country, bad for, you know, entertainment. It's just everybody's angrier than ever. Nancy knew it going in, you know. I'd like to have her candid. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a fly in the wall. When that vote goes through and she's surrounded by her woke caucus, what's bitter old Nancy going to say to them? I well, know. I hope this was worth it for you. So don't mess with me. Yeah, I hope I live long enough to hear the books and the behind the scenes on all this years from now. Yep. What everybody was thinking at the time. Yep. Uh, from Bolton on down. Um, coronavirus has leapt from person to person in the United States for the first time. It's still nothing to worry about in a way overblown story. It is shark attacks. That's what it is. It's freaking shark attacks. There's where you're wrong, Jack. Completely <laughs> wrong. The World Health Organization has declared it an, an emergency. Who did? Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization. I don't. Oh, that's not but, even a half. But amusing. I don't live in China. But they've said don't travel to China. I'm not unprecedented I warning. I Jack. wasn't planning to. Not precedent. I just got Sean's joke. Attacks. It was very funny. Well, it's uh, you're you both <laughs> need to turn off your microphones. I should do the exhaustive list of all the things that are more likely to kill you than coronavirus today. So it, far, it, Jack. It, it, if you wait until it is killing you, you've waited too long. Follow me, folks. I will not lead you into the the dirty, stinking maws of this disease. How does like me, my co-host? How does me paying attention to it or not affect its spread? You're gonna you're telling people to let down their guard. What is precisely the, when they should raise it? My God, man! What does my guard look like? I, this stance here. I go with the stance they taught my kids in karate to right. start. Well, well that's, that, that's, that's a good day long. I'm well, ready for the coronavirus. That's a stance. Uh huh. That's a better well, stance or, than the one or, you had before. Or I'll do the horsey stance. No, no, That's another no, that one karate. will not do you any no. good. Against the coronavirus? That's an actual karate thing? The, the horsey, horsey stance? stance? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Whoop them Gangnam style. Kind of, yeah. But, uh, so anyway, it's gone from person to person, finally. So. Yeah, although, you know, I hate to uh, undermine my own rant, but that was uh, wife to husband. Yeah. So they're a smooching and a kissing. You know how it goes. Uh, you lay down with the dogs, you get fleas. <laughs> um, Don't think you should say that about a man's wife. Uh, that was really inappropriate. The flu kills between twenty and sixty thousand people a year in the United States every dang year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're going to worry about catching something, well, I'd say you know, but the the very precautions I, as a non naysayer, am advocating well, the washing of hands, the wearing of uh, surgical masks, perhaps. We've They'll got, keep you safe from the flu, too, to some extent. we got some of the things you can bet on at the Super Bowl. We've got millennials are doing better saving for retirement than previous generations. Thank God, and it's the smart thing to do. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. uh, gee, the bee. Can't wait. The world debut of Guess That Beast. <laughs> All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fritos are not disgusting. You are wrong on the text line. In fact, I may block you just for having that opinion. Wow. Fritos are not disgusting. I don't enjoy the Frito. I think it's one of the uh, least appetizing chips available. Let me Let me be uh, helpful to you, since we're kind of doing our Super Bowl party now. This will help you out on Sunday, if you can remember it. 
It tastes great, whatever it is you're eating. Mm. The cheese dip. Okay. I'm having with chips. Clearly true. Michael's legendary cheese dip. But there's a point of diminishing returns, and the, the graph is like a cliff. <laughs> and when you reach that cliff, stop just before it. Yes. You kind of question why you're still alive. Or if you will be. <laughs> or if you will be. Yeah. And not only doesn't taste good, it's just, it's miserable. By the way, polls are overwhelming that Americans do not like double dipping. Which polls? All of them. Okay. But <laughs> there's been a poll of who double dips the most. Okay, that which, is gross. Which states are so completely uncivilized? On the other hand, if I'm at your Super Bowl, Super Bowl party and you got a big thing of dip and they're not like, there's no individual bowls plates in there's no other way to do it mm. i guess we're all double dipping no no what are we gonna do you just eat as much dip as you can accumulate on your first oh, dip on, and on then the go to chip. a different yeah I, I understand that yeah right yeah clearly all right but well, i don't really like everybody's maws on the same thing even with fresh chips just everybody's hands going into the same thing just yeah you'd prefer the uh yeah. the serving utensil yeah. yeah i hear that yeah. Uh, so, listen, we have impeachment updates, uh, political this and that news and the rest of it. But it, it is Friday. It's Super Bowl weekend, which is an honorary holiday in the U.S. Change it to Saturday. Hashtag Super Bowl Saturday. Um, actually, I'm going to uh, go off on a tangent of my own tangent. But um, I wonder if law enforcement across the country is telling the NFL, please don't make it Saturday. One of the oh. only things that keeps it only partially insane is that it's on a Sunday. I'll bet that's true. I wonder. None your business, coppers. <laughs> None ya. Uh, I will tell you. <laughs> Who asked the popo? <laughs> it influences my behavior. Knowing of that, course. yes, it's a party. Yeah, we're having a big time, but it's Sunday. i got to work tomorrow. And always has a, at least a little bit. At least yeah. it's in the back of your mind. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Yeah. I wonder. The popo, indeed. Anyway, it's, uh, it's a festive weekend, and it's time for a brand new radio feature. What's it called again? It, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Gladys, is the band ready? It's time for Guess That Beast. All right. Now, How does it work? Well, I, I'm glad you asked that as well. Uh, here comes the sound of the day. It is uh, clearly the sound of a beast, and it is up to you and Jack to discuss amongst yourselves and see if you can name that beast. Is it name the beast or guess the beast? Oh, it's guess that beast. My okay. thing is off. I think that one sounds like me taking a nap. I think you're. you're <laughs> Are you ready to guess that beast? Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> the screaming hairy armadillo, Alex Baldwin, KTO Fractus Velorosus, common in Patagonia, Jack. Is it the not? screaming hairy armadillo? Well, I'm going to go with what the obvious one is. If you played it for any uh, child, I think it's the humble uh, domestic hog. Uh, can I hear it one more time, or would that take too much trouble? No. Right, it's me with the cheese dip about an hour ago. That is a gruesome sounding beast. <laughs> oh man, is that? It's a. It's a peccary. A peccary. A peccary. I, it is not that, but I believe you may have just made that up. No, a peccary is uh, like it's a little pig. Oh, no, it is not. It's a little uh, pig that lives, uh, I don't know, elsewhere, not here. Okay, what is it? You see him in zoos. Uh, that this is, is like the impeachment. It's already been too that long. That is the sound <laughs> of a koala. 
That's oh, a koala. Really? That is a koala you oh, that's just charming. Heard. Look at oh, it. Oh. It's tasking him for a eucalyptus leaf. <laughs> they put the microphone right up next to its snout, and that's what a cute little oh, koala sounds like. Terrible. And they're vicious. They bite. They scratch. They claw. And they sound like hell. <laughs> Gladys, the big finish. <laughs> and that was Guess That Beast. <laughs> You know, it wasn't <laughs> terrible. <laughs> hey, you really did a good job with the fanfare and stuff. There. Yeah, I, I was, appreciate the showbiz. Yeah. So the the caucuses are Monday, and we're we're gonna play some clips on Monday from this podcast. Um, a bunch of people that ran the Obama campaign have their own podcast now, and obviously they were involved in getting Obama's amazing finish in Iowa that propelled him to the presidency. And they know a lot about the caucuses and they went around and interviewed people in the layout. And it's, it's pretty danged interesting hmm, I'll bet. on how the whole thing works. And we'll play some of that on Monday, but I'll tell you what stood out to me was an interview with one of the workers. I wish I was this sort of person, but I'm just not. They're the people that make the country run. Uh, I think that, she she was so into Elizabeth Warren, but it's true for whatever candidate it is, whether it was a Rick Santorum or, you know, name your candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine she, being really into Rick Santorum. Imagine being really into anybody to be able to do this. That's what I'm saying about me. I don't know if I'm too cynical or lazy or what, but she uh, took a break from college. She moved to Iowa a year and a half oh. before this Monday. Durr. And has lived in Iowa and has spent that entire time, long days, often seven days a week, you know, dark to dark, knocking on doors, talking to people, having coffee with people, explaining to them Elizabeth's position, um, talking to them about what their neighbors think, and then going and talking to them for a year and a half. And she rose her way up to a precinct captain, whatever that means. And um, and she's uh, she's going to be running one of the caucuses on Monday. And every candidate has hundreds of those people that on their own you you can't you can't go out and hire these people. It's impossible, right? Uh, <clears throat> it, it, which is you know part of the part of the great you know it's awesome that we got this sort of bottom up democracy that still occurs in, at this level. Mike Bloomberg's trying to end it completely by just throwing billions of dollars of ads out there, right? And, Making you know, speeches here and there. Nobody yeah. moved to Iowa for him. Yeah. Um. But I just I can't believe there are people out there that do that. That, that sounds, sounds like a story about an easily duped woman who uh, developed an unhealthy fixation to me. She needs counseling, you feel not about, kudos. Do you feel that way about all the people that get involved in that? Because I, to me, that's a sentence to hell. That's like I must have died, right. and I didn't live the life I thought I did, and now I'm no, in hell, you haven't. and I have to knock on doors to convince people they need to vote for Lamar Alexander, and I'm going to do this for the next year and a half. Right. And then when my candidate loses, because similar to the NFL, at the end of the season you got one winner, everybody else was a loser. Uh-huh. Everybody on every campaign but one, you just wasted your time. <laughs> and I suppose they don't look at it that way. They fought a good fight, and they got the issues out there. But right. I, I'm just blown away that there are people that do that. Hundreds, thousands, and thousands, because there are people doing it in New Hampshire mm-hmm. and Nevada and South Carolina as we speak. They're having coffee with some old couple and talking to them about, you know, are you, do you have a ride on uh, on the day you vote or caucus, or do you need me to give you a ride? Can I line you up? Right. Doing all the hard work of making democracy run. Wow. I'm not sure that's good. In fact, I'm sure it's not. The more I think about it, the more I think it's terrible. Okay, explain. Have the candidates show up, make clear their positions, etc., for a month. That's plenty. That's enough. 
Huh? We, th- there's way too much politicking in this country. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm thinking if my son said, you know, I'm, I'm going to take some time off school. I'm moving to Iowa. I really believe in Amy Klobuchar, and I'm going to spend the next year and a half for free, by the way. You don't get paid for this. Right. I'm going to uh, work my ass off to help Amy Klobuchar get the nomination. I think that's a better life experience than what your average year at a university would be. That is guaranteed to be true. Ding, ding, ding. You would get to know humanity. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. That is absolutely true. But uh, I think it's admirable in terms of our current system. I think our current system is nutty. The president seems to be emulating a French king who said, L'Etat, c'est moi. The state, it's me. She's referring, of course, to Louis XIV, who famously said, L'Etat, c'est moi, adding, Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? (laughs) Creole lady mama la. Now, I don't don't understand any of her. I don't understand any of that. Pelosi spoke French. It was weird. I don't get jokes. I want to talk more about that whole uh, uh, getting involved in the political process at the root level, maybe later, maybe Monday, since the caucuses are going on. I'm, I'm fascinated by that and the people that are willing to to really get into it. Mm-hmm. And they are doing it all over Iowa right now. I'm looking at the front page USA Today. Multiple candidates could win. Will it just muddy the race? Yeah, I think that's, I don't know. I think it could only work in Iowa or Kansas. There are a couple of states. A place in the Great Plains, honestly, where people are genial. Iowans are so genial, they're like honorary Canadians. You can get into, quote-unquote, heated discussions for hours in a church basement because generally people will be kind and reasonable, and you're not going to have stabbings and fights and that sort of thing because it's Iowa. Or people just slamming the door and saying, go away! Um, well, right, yeah, the whole process. Put the Iowa caucuses in, say, New York City for, for one cycle or or Los Angeles or something. Can you picture that? It would never work. Maybe we should do one story at a time as the caucuses are in Iowa on Monday, and that really kicks off as people finally start voting on something we've been talking about for a danged year and a half. Um, the caucuses are actually in Russia, Jack, but anyway, it's a the, little geography humor for the you. The impeachment wraps up today as Senator Lamar Alexander he was sort of the swing vote on this, came out last night, a Republican, and said, no, I'm not voting for witness. So it just doesn't appear that there are the votes there. And then they'll immediately go to the up-down vote on both articles of impeachment, which don't have a chance, and it will be over, 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 completely over. Finally. Somebody turn out the lights as you leave to save electricity. It's over. Four hours of debate today? Is that right? Something yeah, like they that? Could be pretty, they, could be, they could be really getting into it, though. Yeah. I mean, it could oh, get yeah. down to... Uh, to some serious name calling day. It got chippier yesterday than the day before. Yes. As we get closer to the end, people are kind of swinging for the fences a little more. And yeah. uh, so, well, trying to get on their local news too, as they have an election coming up. Is this going to be the story of the coming months? Trump accuser E. Jean Carroll is asking for a Trump DNA sample. I didn't forgotten this woman. I remember the story. I didn't remember her name. She is the woman that claims that Donald Trump in the 90s raped her in a dressing room at a fancy store. We talked about this story at the time. Right. She was trying on some clothes. He was actually there buying some uh, hottie clothes for one of his girlfriends and ran into her there. 
at uh, your your high end store, and she's buying some stuff, and she says something about, "Would you like? Uh, what do you think of this outfit I'm wearing?" And they end up in the dressing room together, and Go she boy. says that he raped her. She's some sort of columnist. Yes, she is. she's an advice columnist. Okay, that's what she does for a living. Um, I'll just read the story. Lawyers for a woman who accused President Donald Trump of raping her in the '90s are asking for a DNA sample. <laughs> Seeking, Sorry, they can do it with a cheek swab, Mr. President. Seeking to determine whether his genetic material is on a dress she says she wore during the encounter and has saved all these years. It's does more that, common than I thought. Does that sound familiar? Another presidential stained dress? Everything's a reboot these yes, days. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no yes. kidding. I've seen this one. Advice columnist E. Jean Carroll's lawyers served notice to Trump attorneys yesterday for Trump to submit a sample on March 2nd in Washington for analysis and comparison against unidentified male DNA present on her dress. Well, okay. She filed the suit in November after the president died her allegation. Her lawyer says that she has a black wool coat-style dress, dress that needs to be tested. Uh, DNA on the sleeves, which was a mix of at least four people and one of the male. And they want to match that male DNA against you Trump. You wash your coat now and again. How much DNA is too much? Carol accused Trump last summer of raping her in a Manhattan luxury department store dressing room in the mid-1990s. Which obviously is not the least bit funny. No. She said she and Trump met by chance, chatted, and went to the lingerie department for Trump to pick out a gift for an unidentified woman. She said joking banner about trying on a bodysuit ended in a dressing room where she said Trump reached under her black wool dress, pulled down her tights, and raped her as she tried to fight him off, eventually escaping. The Donna Coran coat dress still hangs in the back of my closet door, unworn and unlaundered since that evening, she said. 30 years. She donned it for a photo accompanying the magazine piece. Here I am wearing the... Soiled garment. Soiled garment. That's a little weird. That is a little weird. Trump says she's lying and that she's never missing... I wouldn't put it on for a magazine article. That's not cool. It, this all seems very strange it to me. It does. I mean, listen, and uh, if I'm, you were raped, oh, you, would you like to put on the outfit you were raped in? Which would be a horrifically traumatic thing. Right. Oh, sure, I'll put it on for the picture. How's this pose? What do you think of yeah. this one? Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to say there's no way it happened because I don't know. But uh, and you know, I'm not going to just reject a woman's allegation because uh, I would rather have Donald J than say Bernie in the White House. Um, but the whole thing is very strange. Does he deny that they had any sort of relations? I mean, Trump says she is totally lying and has never met this person in his life. Although a 1987 photo shows them and they're then spouses at a social event. That's just a standing in line sort of. Here's your picture with Donald Trump. He's a famous guy. He's in which case she could have been wearing the coat that he put his arm around her for the photo. Who knows? I mean, we're well, that's a good point. Um we're a fraction as famous as Trump was. Never mind, he is now. He's the most famous person in the history of the world, um, according to sociologists. But there are thousands of people who I have been photographed with that I have no memory of meeting. Oh, heck no. No, um, heck and, no. And, and delighted to take a pic with you, and thanks for listening to the show. I don't mean to you know demean those encounters, but you know I don't have a great memory for things I care deeply about much less a quick grip and grin in 1988. Would you remember I mean I you I remember everybody I've ever had sex with. But I don't remember everybody I've ever flirted with. If he flirted with oh, her no. at a store once. No. 30 no. years ago. You wouldn't remember that. No. Or how about you know kissed? Or, you know, 
I think I remember everybody fooled around with a little bit, you know, but didn't you know didn't didn't reach the uh, the the promised land. You don't think you remember everybody? No, boy, I do. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, some there were there were you know the couple of dates. It, it was nice, but not really. And we just uh, there are a handful. Sometimes they'll pop into my head, and I'll think, oh yeah, that's right. Of course, that was a long time ago in my case, but. Um, no, I, I think it's entirely possible. There's somebody I smooched with that I don't recall. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Trading maybe, saliva and you don't even remember it. Maybe I'm how the, little she meant to you. Well, maybe I'm the tramp. <laughs> maybe I'm a slut. So I Stop slut-shaming me. I don't know if this is going to become a big story or not. I grabbed that from the Washington Examiner. I haven't seen it pop up anywhere else. Like, I took in a fair amount of MSNBC. Of course, cable news channels can only follow one story at a time for some reason. But I don't know if this is going to be like the big story starting tomorrow when impeachment's over. I, I have no sense of this. Uh, Boy, so. that's that's funny. I happened to glance up at the TVs. You made reference to that. And I thought, huh, yeah, that's a good point. It's probably impeachment. And they're resetting for the five millionth time the whole Ted Bundy murders thing. What is it with the never-ending fascination I with think that dude, because he was a monster who who didn't look at all like a monster. It must be because my daughter, uh, you know, and her friends have been into it and watched all the shows and, and the rest. I think in general, you're going to see media scrambling for what's our next story now that impeachment ends today. The, what do we uh, cover now? The, the caucus. I guess. And then the so too. Bingo, bango, bongo. What's Wednesday? And then finally this, which I'm happy about. Millennials are winning at saving for retirement. Uh, among those of their generation saving for retirement, baby boomers started saving on average at age 33. Gen Xers, it was age 30 for millennials. On average, started saving at age 24. Wow. Good for you, millennials. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, text that uh, link to my kids to make sure they're you know on board. Of course, you save all that money by not buying mayonnaise or bedspreads. Right. Which they're killing. <laughs> there are a, a number of hilariously... Fine mm, china, doilies, tablecloths, all this stuff you're saving money on. Doilies? Goes right into an IRA. <laughs> a world without doilies? <laughs> uh, that was a, oh, so there are a number of annoying uh, characteristics of the millennial uh, generation. We're all familiar with it. We mock them. But there is unquestionably a move away from materialism. In And some of it's just, you know, the, you're keeping up with the Joneses, easy to call out materialism. And that's part of it. They're getting away from, you know, I don't care if I have an expensive watch or a whatever. Um, and, you know, to me, that's that's good. But I know stuff without brands on them is a big deal. Uh, oh, is that right? Interesting. Um, but also things like they have no interest in Grandma's China. Yeah. Or, or you know, the piece of cab, the big uh, fancy cabinet that used to be in in grandma's uh, whatever, or it's a bunch of nihilists, or the don't have any, don't no, nothing means anything to them. Wow, is that it? Yeah, entire okay. generation of nihilists. I was gonna, you know, don't care about uh, marriage, kids, family, nothing, just nothing. Wow, but just momentary pleasure, vaping, vaping, and watching the TikTok. <laughs> exactly. Wow. All right. I was going to be charitable there for a minute, but, but never they are mind. saving some money, so that's good. I retract it. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, later in the program, we will talk to Lon He Chen uh, about, um, I don't know what we want to talk to him about. Impeachment is over. We could make him guess the beast. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll come up with a plan, but that ain't it. Can you dig up some of the silly bets for the Super Bowl that are now out? Uh, those are always fun to run through. 
The um, propositions. The proposition bets, yes. among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hi, I'm Tom Brady, and I'm a crybaby, and I have a butt in my chin. I imagine Patrick Mahomes' barber is a superhero who has to run out and save the world every time he gets halfway through Mahomes' haircut. <laughs> this dude, Travis Kelsey, looks like the Notre Dame leprechaun. Joey Bosa's nose is so big, it looks like he's been lying every day for his whole life. It's a good one. Sonny Michelle. More like Panasonic Michelle so far. Clay Matthews is the type of dude who farts into a bottle of Sunny D, puts it in the fridge, and then consumes it the next morning. Wow. <laughs> Those are mean tweets from Jimmy oh. Kimmel when he has stars, celebrities, in this case, famous NFL players, reading their own mean tweets. Wow. <laughs> tweets about them. Yeah, clearly. what a, fun, right, what a yeah. funny bit. Yeah, it's hilarious. A couple of different things. First of all, quick version of where we are with impeachment. It will end. Uh, One of the key Republican senators wrote a letter last night saying, I'm a no on witnesses. Another senator is expected to make an announcement during our show today, but it doesn't matter. It's still not enough. And Mm -hmm. then they will go immediately to the up or down vote on the two articles of impeachment, which will not pass. Not even close. And then our third in history impeachment of a president ends the same way as the other two um, not being removed yeah. from office. Is the only unaccounted for variable is if the uh, John Roberts wants to jump in and break the tie of some sort. So on witnesses, if, maybe, if, but there's several steps to get there even. If okay. Lisa Murkowski comes out today and says, I'm a yes, then you're a 50-50, but she's probably going to be a no, I'll bet. So Well, the we'll Lamar see. Alexander reasoning was, look, there's no need for any more witnesses. We heard the call or we read the transcript. Yeah, he pressured Ukraine. We just don't think it's removable. So there's no point in, in reproving that. And that's a pretty good stance. Um, if you want to say, no, we're not going to do witnesses, and it's not that we're afraid of them. It's that there's no point. New NBC Wall Street Journal poll out. Nationally, Bernie has passed Biden for the first time in that poll. He has passed, Bernie's <laughs> passed Biden for the first time in a couple other polls. Now, well, This no idea poll. is a bunch of malarkey. He's growing nationally. He's growing in Iowa and New Hampshire, which is going to make the race damn interesting, but we got plenty of time to talk about that starting on Monday and Tuesday. No doubt about that. Um, Nike made these really great running shoes that are so great, people are breaking records all over the world, particularly with marathons. And they're called the Vaporfly. Do you, do you remember the sub... High-tech Vaporfly. The sub-two-hour marathon that happened. It wasn't an official oh, yeah. time, but it yeah. was It was on a, a Nike... Not a track, but a predetermined track with this shoe. It was kind of uh, a promotional they, release for this shoe. They uh. are not going to be banned from the Olympics, but a lot of other... Uh, uh, Leagues have a, are still trying to figure out whether they're going to ban them or not. They are they come, springy? They're springy. Mm. They have the, this amazing technology in them that transfers the energy of when your foot goes down into the back of the shoe and propels you forward. And runners say AKA you can... a spring. Yeah, and runners say you can really feel it. It's like when, well, Nike made golf clubs that made people hit the ball further mm-hmm. and, and, and straighter. And just it just changes the sport. And you got to decide... Okay, well, are we going to just keep going with whatever technology exists and break 
records that are a century old or what? Yeah, that's that's a really interesting question. When to, I mean, obviously, running shoes are spongy, and they they spring back. I mean, otherwise, you'd take a single stride and they would be squashed. Well, you know, I, I guarantee flat. you. So every every shoe is springy to a certain extent. Sure, I guarantee you, the running shoes that they were wearing in 1995 were better than the ones in 1925. <laughs> right. Than the barefooted original marathoners of the original Olympics. Right. Same way that golf clubs just keep getting better and better, which has ruined the game to a large extent. They reached a point it's, where they're. It's just it's ridiculous now. It they, as I've said many times. Um, but have I, you ever seen this? You've you've seen this. Yeah. The 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 kind of sticks that they used way back in the day. Oh yeah. I mean you know yeah. so it's like something I made in woodshop class. Yes. Yeah, the fact that any scores or number of titles or anything were compared uh, over eras when you're looking at that. What are you yeah. doing? You break a branch off a tree and put a little hunk of wood on the end of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Practically, and you hit a uh, leather ball full of feathers across a field. <laughs> Uh, but Tiger, I remember Tiger back in his heyday, like when he was young and just crazy strong and long, he was number one in tour driving distance. And these numbers are not exactly right. I'm going from memory, but the point will remain. He was number one in driving different distance at like 302 yards on average when he'd hit the fairway. And uh, now he is number 60 or something in driving distance at 308. The old man is hitting it further than he used to, but it's way down in the rankings. Wow, I didn't know that. So he hits it further now than when he was young and yeah. dominating, and they yeah. were talking about changing courses right. because of the equipment, you're saying. Yeah, oh yeah, it's absolutely true. But I mean, is it fitness better, is a tiny part of it, but only a tiny. But is it better for the casual fan? Like, I would like the springy shoes. If, it, if I can like run further and spend more time keeping my heart rate up, that's good for me. Um, uh, I don't care about... Well, if it's easier on your your feet and your bones or and golf. stuff like that. If I can if I can hit the ball straighter and further, I'll play more golf and it'd be more fun. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it is for for guys who aren't terribly good it is fun. But in terms of the pro game, it's it's rendered it ridiculous. It's like people are hitting 800 foot home runs in baseball. It's well, why just, don't they do like uh, in like major league baseball they don't allow aluminum bats. Why don't you do the same sort of thing? You I don't pro, know, you'd have to ask. The pros can't do it, but all the rest of us amateurs can because it's more fun. Yeah, I'm not in charge. I think that would be a great idea. I haven't um, worn these springy shoes, though. I want to try those. But the problem is uh, track and field is going to become like NASCAR, where they have... Uh, <laughs> Bursting into flames? Well, no. They have officials go into the locker room and measure the... Uh, well, like they go into the garage, and they measure, measure the spoiler to within a 64th of an inch, or your, you know, whatever, your, your wheelbase is, uh, you know, X... The, Tenths of an inch too short, or whatever. Um, all that stuff is just measured and measured painstakingly. And how how are you going to draw a limit on springiness of shoes? I mean, you got you got, a, got some guy taking fifty five foot long strides. I'd say when you're and he awesome. runs a hundred yard dash in two seconds. I'd say when you're wily coyote and can jump off a cliff and then bounce back up with a sign that says "Yikes!" Then you've gone too far. Not sure how that testing is going to work. Well, but, marathoners mm. have always used the best shoes that have been available to them. Yep. And as long as all the participants get to use this, it's still a fair run. The only the only place where it loses any sort of context is is trying to compare it to previous records. Oh yeah, any yeah. He, breaking the two minute two hour yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Big deal. You got different equipment. Yeah, I, uh, but the Olympics are going to the allow who, these springy shoes because you know why? Part of it. It, records were full, will fall. More people will tune in. It'll be a better TV show. That's part of why they're going to allow them. I guarantee that's true. That is why it exists, to make tons and tons of money. Yep. The, the guy who broke the four-minute mile was wearing better shoes than the people who, who 
whose sure. times he bested. Oh, no doubt. So you're saying you could beat him? Oh, absolutely! With yes, better given, shoes. With, with those shoes, I'm the saying? fastest man who's ever existed. <laughs> with a thick midsole and built-in carbon fiber plate, they're designed to generate extra spring in every step. They've been available since 2017. I might buy some this weekend. I'm going to be springing around this. <laughs> oh, good! <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> it's cheating. Barefoot, like God intended. That's what I say. Hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.